Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on another IBG episode, I'm going to be focusing on a few more IBG episodes uh, just, just to set you guys up for the next few, um, I guess, couple of weeks really going on. We're going into the holidays. This is recorded real time. Uh, so I wanted to obviously ease back a little bit to enjoy the holidays for myself, um, but also you know, for Mr. Producer and, and everyone else that's involved just so that, uh, you know, we can all enjoy the holidays the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to be reducing the amount of uh, episodes just basically from two a week to one just for a couple of weeks. And also, um, you know, everyone's really busy and tied up with finishing up the season and, and the holidays, obviously, like I just mentioned. So it's not like a, I'm really just trying to focus on individual topics that I've been wanting to address over time, probably over the season and whether it's, you know, happened recently, it's fresh on my mind or just topics that I've written down or or typed up in my phone that I want to address just to kind of help provide some value, different experiences that I've had and and recapping, you know, bits and pieces of my season and my life and so on and kind of give everyone else a chance to focus on the holidays and relax as well as far as like guest wise and not try to try and squeeze in time in between the holidays or during the holidays to get some guest interviews and things like that. I you know, want to be respectful as well as it's, it's just even more challenging because everyone's just got a lot going on around the holidays between work and family and, and all that. So uh, I will be getting back into all the interviews uh, after the holidays. I've got some great, exciting events coming up. I'm going to be going to, uh, um, while well, I'm putting on the um, summit, the podcast summit, uh, on January 14th, this coming January. So that's going to be uh, at Mulchmate headquarters, Dawson Manufacturing. So that's going to be the 14th, Friday, uh, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be tons of podcasters up there podcasting and anyone and everyone in the community that's either local or if you want to come from out of town, I've got a hotel block for you guys where you can spend the night or a couple nights. I've got it for Thursday night and Friday night. So you can come and stay a couple nights if you want. Uh, so you can be there for Friday for, for the whole event if you want. If you're local, you can just stop by at any time. Again, you can spend the whole day or just pop in when you can on Friday. to so Just come hang out. You know, If you ever wanted to meet me or uh, Paul Jameson with the Green Industry Podcast, Caleb Ballman with the Kid Contractor Podcast, as well as many other podcasters that are going to be uh, coming and more and more are being added to the list. So I try to update that on Instagram as often as I can. So uh, as well as... If you beyond just meeting those folks, if, if you haven't already, or if that was something that you want to do, you can also be on our podcast because we're going to be recording tons of podcasts. So that's the whole purpose of this, the podcast summit. You know, there's a lot of different events that we've had, live events, and we've kind of had bits and pieces of different things in those events. Um, you know, we just had a podcast live, uh, Influencer Podcast Live that we had at uh, uh, GIE, now the Equip Expo. Uh, this past October, that was a good time. We were live on stage, myself, Caleb and Paul, all three of us recorded, um, three simultaneous, uh, separate, I mean, three separate, um, what, whatever the, uh, not simultaneous, but a uh, sequential or whatever, you know, just one after another, uh, podcast live with a live studio audience for the first time. Um, and so that was an awesome experience. Those of you that were there, you know, and those of you that listened to the episodes after the fact, because we uploaded those episodes so that if you weren't there, you could hear them. And we interviewed some folks like I already, um, I interviewed Corey Ballard and, and then, uh, the Spencers were on there. Um, uh, Alan Hain and Jason Creel. So everybody got interviewed on different podcasts 
So definitely check that out if you want to kind of recap that. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, go on my podcast. Um, you know, back in the archives, probably, you know, maybe 10, 10 episodes ago or something like that. And same thing with um, Kid Contractor Podcast and Green Industry Podcast. There's those, there's are probably further back, maybe 30 or so episodes, maybe um, because they put out more a week than I do. But anyway, they're there. You could probably just search. You know, if you're on Spotify, you can just type in the search in the search box. Um, you know, type in uh, GIE Expo maybe, and that might be a, a tag that that we all put that in, in in our title. So that'll pop up all the different podcasts that came up with that, as well as probably some other podcasters that just that podcasted from the GIE, whether they were at the the rally or they were at in their hotel or wherever it was maybe even on the showroom floor or something at, at a, one of the brands, one of the vendors, um, you know, uh, spots or whatever, um, just doing, doing some podcasting. So there'll be some good content there too. So you might want to check that out as well. But at any rate, you know, that was just kind of like a, a small, like hour and a half time slot there. And, you know, there's lots of different live events, you know, I was just at Brian Fullerton's uh, LAL 21 back in November. That was a good time. I did some podcasting. Paul was there and did some podcasting, obviously, um, I think Caleb, you know, did some podcasting as well, like kind of in between, uh, not during the event, but kind of like, you know, uh, in the hotel type deal, like before and after, uh, type, type scenario there. But so there was a lot of, uh, some content there, but it wasn't really for just that. It was a live conference where there was, you know, key speakers and, uh, and a lot of learning that way. So I wanted to just kind of create a, an event just for podcasting where we can, again, invite the community. So just like all the other events, just have every, anyone and everyone that wants to come in the community to come stop by. It's in the Baltimore, Maryland area, right by the Baltimore airport, which is where Dawson Manufacturing, aka Mulchimate's facility is. Uh, they have a lot of great stuff there, obviously, that they're putting together They're manufacturing all of the all the, the mates, I guess, uh, you know, that they have a cart mate, mulch mate, truck mate, you know, hitch mate, all the different things that are coming out with different versions of all those uh, different uh, mates, I guess you uh, I like to call them. So there's there's a lot of great products that they're they're making and you get to see it live in action if you want and test some stuff out. Uh, Nick Carlson, the owner there, he's going to open up the place for everyone, kind of like an open house while we're all there podcasting. He's got a bunch of conference rooms. It's, it's a really nice, uh, really nice setup that he's got going on there. So we're going to kind of take over the conference rooms um, and have different podcasts going simultaneously. That's when that word can be used. <laughs> but we're going to be simultaneously podcasting there. Um, cross collaborating with each other. Some of us have never even, some of us podcasters have never even met each other in person. So that'll be a fun, exciting time to do that and get on each other's podcasts again, if we haven't already, as well as interview as many guests that come and stop by that want to be on the podcast. Anyway, some people might not be comfortable with that. They just want to come say, Hey, you know, maybe get Paul's new book. Um, I bought 50 copies of Paul's new journal, um, goal tracker, um, the diligent shall prosper so that, that I'm going to be giving 50 of those out to the first 50 people that come. So you come get a free copy of that. If you want Paul to sign it, he'll sign it. If you want to hang out with any of us, obviously get to, you know, just talk shop or whatever. And if you want to get on the podcast, absolutely. We want to get as much content as possible, get as many people, get as many great stories out there as we can to help encourage, motivate, inspire the rest of our community as well as each other. I mean, I get, I know Paul and Caleb and everyone else, I get super pumped when I'm interviewing folks on my podcast as well, because it's just motivational for everyone. It's not like, I, you know, I'm, I don't know everything for sure. And, and I'm always learning, always trying new things, right? Hashtag rookie for life and, and just constantly, uh, 
trying to find inspirational, uh, trying to find uh, types of inspiration and motivation um, to, to keep me going on to bigger and better things as well. So, I mean, just because, you know, you may be at a different level in your business or social media or life or whatever, you know, maybe you're not married with kids and, you know, 43 years old like me and, you know, have an established business and social media and all that. You don't have to have any of those things to have a good story. You know, maybe you're just starting out and you're truly a rookie like I was when I first started eight years ago and I started my lawn care rookie channel and all that kind of stuff right after I started my business and all that and stumbled upon the community. Like you, you still there, I felt like I had value to add as a rookie, you know, you, you're learning, you're learning as you go. And Sometimes there's things that people that are more experienced haven't even thought of. And I'm kind of in that boat now. I'm, I'm no veteran by any means, but I'm not necessarily a rookie either. Uh, I've been doing this for eight years, not not social media necessarily, but uh, but even that too. But just from a business standpoint, I've been doing lawn care for eight years now and all that. But, the, you know, I still have tons to learn. And, and there, there are a lot of things that I do know, but I'm still like, oh, wow, that's a good idea. So I'm always trying to learn things. So there's my point is even if you're just starting out, you can still come and contribute and meet everyone and, and still be on a podcast or, or, or all of them and add, share your story and add value to all the listeners and ultimately the community. So definitely I encourage anyone that's around the Maryland area, or if you just want to come, you know, maybe, I mean, flights are relatively cheap that time of year. I mean, when I was looking up flights for other places, for other upcoming events after that, that I'll announce later on as things get more uh, ironed out and, and concrete and finalized, and we can start sharing them. Uh, you know, I, I will do that, but so there's other things coming up uh, after that. And, you know, when I'm looking at flights, you know, it's, they're, they're not too expensive. I mean, most most airlines are like, you know, between $100 and $200 for a round trip flight somewhere. I, I don't know. I mean, I know that's not cheap, but in the past, they've been four or $500 anytime I've traveled, like prior to COVID and all that. So I don't know if that's, that's got to be part of it. Uh, but it's also probably the time of year. January is probably not the most popular time to be traveling anywhere. It's after the holidays, it's cold, all that kind of stuff. There's, you know, there's not a whole lot of travel. I don't think that month, that's probably a slower month typically for travel. It's more for business and destination, you know, like specific things that people are traveling for versus visiting here and there and tourism and vacations and whatnot. So that, that all those things probably contribute to the flights being cheaper. So my point is that if you aren't in the area and you have to fly or you don't want to drive six, seven, eight hours or whatever, and you want to just fly, you know, an hour and a half or two hour quick trip or something from somewhere else in the country, the prices are relatively cheaper than they have been in the past. So it's, it's something maybe might be worth investing. The event is free because it's brought to you by Kohler. Uh, and we're having it at Maltramate. So they're obviously a huge contributor by letting us use their facility. They're going to be providing lunch for that day. So basically, you're just going to come hang out and have a good time. You don't have to worry about, you know, starving in the middle of the day. And what am I going to do for lunch? Do I have to leave and all that? Don't have to worry about that. We're going to have food for you guys. Um, and it's free. Uh, you just have to pay for a hotel if you want to spend the night. Uh, but again, I've got a room block with nice group rates at a really nice hotel right at the airport there. So if you're flying in, you can take a free shuttle uh, from the, from, uh, the, uh, the ho a hotel free shuttle will pick you up at the airport and take you right back to the hotel and then vice versa when you need to go back home. And I'll actually be shuttling people on Friday morning. Anyone that's staying at the hotel and they don't have their own ride, uh, I can pick, pick you guys up. We can meet and, uh, you know, have all those details uh, as we get closer to to the time frame. But it should looking like probably 830 Friday morning. We'll meet down in the lobby and we'll just zip on over to Mulchmate and 
be ready to go for for nine o'clock uh, for hopefully everyone to show up or whoever's going to be there is going to show up and we'll just start podcasting and having a good time. So just saying all that to say that anyone, everyone's invited. It's free other than your your travel expenses. If you are, you know, coming from far, far and wide in the country or whatever to, to come visit. But if you're local, local, and it's only like a 30 minute trip or 15 minute trip, then that's, you know, hope to, hopefully I'll see you guys there. Even if it's just for, you know, 30 minutes or an hour or something, if you got a busy, busy Friday and you're doing stuff or, you know, hopefully it doesn't snow or anything that day. So then, you know, it might be a little tricky for traveling, but also, you know, folks might have to actually be plowing snow or whatever, so they won't be able to come. So that's the only real variable that we don't know about that. But, you know, sometimes there's still decent snow in, in Maryland. You know, it's it's north enough that they get a lot more snow than we do here in Virginia anyway, that's for sure. But um, but still not as much as further north, obviously. But so there's still potential there. So we don't know about that weather. We'll have to wait and see. Let's hope for the best there. But it looks like it's going to be a great time. And uh, so I, I'm, I'm excited for that event. Uh, and there's going to be a lot. So the ultimate point, other than just talking about that event and promoting it for you guys that haven't heard about it yet uh, and giving more details, is also to go back to me saying that I'll be having a lot more interviews coming from that. So that'll be the middle of January, and those interviews will be coming out shortly after that. Probably the week after we'll be starting uploading those episodes and, and kind of going through January. And depending on how many I get, obviously, we'll go into that. And then we'll they'll be going to the next event, which is the Hype House, which is uh, the first week of February. Um, if you don't know what that is, follow uh, Paul James in the Green Street Podcast, Caleb Allman, um, Allman Landscape, the, uh, Brian Fullerton, obviously, uh, Brian's Law Maintenance. So all those guys definitely have been promoting it and will continue to promote it as well as I will uh, as well. But th- those guys have really spearheaded, especially Brittany uh, Almond. She has really uh, helped out a lot with the planning and the organization. I know Liz Fullerton has been helping out as well. So shout out to those ladies who have been really taking the reins from uh, for us because we've, you know, us guys, we're just, we're whatever, you know, we're, we're not, some of us are, some of us aren't the best planners and we've got a lot going on and so do they, but they're really, really good at organizing, getting it all together and uh, kind of making some sense of these ideas that Paul Jameson Great idea that Paul James had came up with the Hype House, trying to have a place, a nice warm location uh, in Florida for a bunch of uh, social media influencers, create content creators to get together and create some great content, collaborate with each other, kind of brainstorming, you know, and masterminding for event. I mean, that's that's where some of these event ideas come from that you guys have benefited in the community. There's a lot of uh, these things have popped up in conversation. We all get to, you know, when you get a lot of like-minded people together, a lot of great, especially uh, creators, we're all about creating ideas, creating content, events, all that stuff. So when you get us all together and we just start, the energy's flowing and we start talking, having a good time and throwing out different ideas here and there, talking about previous events and things and how maybe we can make it better or, you know, maybe we'll do this and do that. Maybe we'll add this and add that or whatever, like, it's just it's just all all the way around a great opportunity for uh, the community to keep growing, which will ultimately grow the industry from the inside out. Uh, and, and so it's just a great time for us all to get together and, and do that, as well as get lots of content, you know, lots of podcast interviews with everyone that's at the house, you know, anyone that stops by or other things that we do throughout that week. Um, as well as YouTube videos, things like that, Instagram, you know, stories and posts and just just sharing a lot of good content. Uh, we're going to be live streaming again like we did last year from our YouTube live, uh, from our YouTube channels, doing YouTube lives just to kind of have like big Q&As talking about certain topics and just really just Q&A is the biggest thing to have the, you know, 
the community ask us questions, whoever's there at that particular night. Um, so we can just have a good time, connect, grow, share, get to know each other, build, grow relationships and so on. So again, more content will be coming from that. So from like, you know, mid January, like I said, all the way probably through spring when we get into uh, the season starting back up again, mowing and everything and landscaping for everyone in the country, basically, when everything starts warming up a little bit and things start growing again, you know, we'll, we'll have content all the way up through there and probably beyond. So uh, I say said all that to say, again, just to reiterate that I'm going to be having a few uh, IBG, you know, episodes in between guests, just myself going over some topics like right now. Um, and then also, uh, but then be prepared for lots of guest interviews coming up. Uh, we'll be, I'll be focusing on certain topics, have certain people that I want to talk about certain things. So super excited about that. Look forward to that uh, middle to end of January and beyond. Um, but in the meantime, um, I might squeak in something, you know, here and there uh, from now till then. But the next couple episodes anyway, will just be some more IBGs, me focusing on uh, talking about different topics and definitely going to have like a recap 2021 recap episode and, and getting ready for 2022, that kind of stuff. You know, we always do that um, and share our goals and challenges and things. So I'll definitely have one of those episodes, regardless of how many interviews I had or, or whatever was going on, I would still squeak that one in there. Um, but for this episode, just to kind of get back on track here and, and wrap up this uh, short and sweet episode, here we go. Uh, um, but um, you were already 17 minutes in, right? But I just wanted to I did want to just touch base on something that for some reason was fresh on my mind. I don't remember exactly why or where it came from, but ultimately uh, I, I wanted to focus on how better isn't better. Different is better. Uh, that's something that I've kind of alluded to a little bit in different things over, over recent history, uh, recent podcast episodes and just other different events and things that I was at. But I've learned this from various authors of various books uh, Mike McCallitz being one of my favorites, he said this in one of his books that better isn't better, different is better. Uh, and I also wanted to just kind of share my thoughts about that uh, to you guys and give you a little bit of maybe different perspective on this and maybe encourage you to kind of think, uh, see how you can incorporate this a little bit in your life slash business. Uh, because for me, I know it's it's definitely been, it, it's part of my DNA Uh you know, I, I, there's like, say Will Smith, for example, someone who I've been, I've been reading his recent book and I followed him. Like a lot of folks have seen his movies over the years, but I've kind of followed him a little more personally. And, um, he, he's got some great montage videos out there that other people have made of very famous quotes and things that he's, that he said over the years. And whether it be from, from a movie he just did that he learned some things playing like someone else that was inspiring in, in the, in the, in the world, in life. Um, or like things from his past, things from his own personal life, like things his dad taught him, stuff like that. Talking about like, you know, brick by brick, that's kind of a big thing for me. I've really, uh, a lot of my uh, close uh, friends, um, peers and mentors, they know that about me, about it's all about laying bricks, one brick at a time. Like, you know, that's a whole story there. I won't go into that, but uh, you know, you don't, Will basically said, you know, you don't focus on building a wall because it's super overwhelming. And, you know, how do you start that whole thing. It's kind of like, how do you eat an elephant? Like no one really eats an elephant, but it's just an analogy. How do you eat, eat an elephant? It's so big. You will one bite at a time, right? So same thing with how do you build a wall or how do you build a foundation for something, a strong foundation? Well, you don't just 
set out to just build the biggest, strongest foundation or biggest, strongest wall, you lay brick, but you lay, you focus on laying one brick at a time perfectly, as perfectly as you can lay that brick. And then you lay the next brick as perfectly as you can lay that brick. And you just keep laying one brick at a time as perfectly as you can. And soon you have a wall or that foundation. Uh, so it's all about that brick by brick mentality for me. But again, that's, that's just one of the many takeaways of awesome things that Will Smith has said over the over his lifetime that I've picked up on and kind of incorporated that into my life. And one of one of those many things also was him saying that uh, once upon a time, he said he's not particularly talented, but what he has is ridiculous, sickening work ethic. So where he may not be more talented than the next movie star actor, his work ethic is far superior, like meaning, and I think he said this before, like, he's like, you know, if we get on a treadmill, two things are going to happen. Either you're going to get off first or I'm going to die on that treadmill. Like that's just the way his work ethic and his mindset is like, he will beat you with work ethic. He will be better than you with work with, with uh, work ethic. Like he's also said, while you're eating, he's working while you're sleeping, he's working. Like it's just nonstop. And you know, there's pros and cons to that obviously, but look at where Will Smith has become, has gone. And if you read his book or listen to his book, like I have, it really breaks down a lot more behind the scenes of his life and all of that. And his whole like uprising of becoming the number one movie star in the world um, and all that. So that, you know, from being to, from being, you know, just a little kid to becoming, you know, a popular rapper to having this awesome popular uh, TV show sitcom to then becoming uh, a movie star, uh, the number one movie star. But anyway, he's got a, he's got a cool, a lot of cool stories there. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. I can relate a little bit with the fact that I have never been able to, I've never subscribed to the better is better, like do it better than the next person philosophy, because in my lifetime, I've just found that it's, I just can't do a lot of things better than, than anyone else uh, or than, than any, any other people that I've tried. Similar to Will saying he's not particularly talented or more talented than, than the next guy or his competition, quote unquote. But what he can do is but what he does have is the, is the work ethic, right? He can outwork the next guy in his competition. Well, I mean, I, I have a lot of work ethic too, but for me, it's, it's being different. So when I realized, you know, so I, I guess just, like I said, I've just been wired that way that because I, I feel like I can't be better than, than someone, than the next person, but I can be different than the next person, which, which will kind of put me in my own category in a sense, you know? So if, if it's like, to, if, if it's whatever the heck it is that, you know, that is a quote unquote competition or something to be recognized for, if I can't beat that person by being better, I can just be different and still kind of be in the same, uh, at the same level, if you will, for lack of a better explanation by being different, right? Like, wow, that's, that's different. Look at that. Um, and, and, and I do, I've been doing stuff like that my whole life. Right. And, and a lot of you already know this and have seen this and a lot of people 
you know, kind of joke and bust on me or whatever, like that I always have to be different, right? You know, Paul Jameson, everybody, you know, uh, I know Blake said to me before, Brian Fullerton gives me a hard time about it. You know, everyone ha has a good time um, with each other, poking fun with different things like that. But like, so yeah, like I, I like to be different, right? That's just, that's just me, right? I have a different podcast board. I have different cameras when I bought cameras for YouTube finally, instead of just using my phone or whatever, like, you know, like, I would either be the first one to, to get something that no one else has yet. And then all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Or, oh, you got the new blankie blank. Yeah, I want to try and get that too or whatever. Or it's just flat out completely different. And people are like, huh, never heard of that. Or, oh, what's that? Or why did you get that? Oh, okay, whatever. But they already have their own thing and they're good with their thing. And that's fine. So, but, you know, so I, I, I am always trying to find something different so that I can find a different way to achieve similar results or even better results or just different results, you know, like that's just, that that's just been my path is, is to be different, to stand out in that way and still provide value just in a different way in, in my own way. And that's, that's just the way that I am. Right. And, and like I said in recent, uh, episodes, I've never followed the status quo because it just, it just never works for me or, or it just didn't work for, it never worked for me to excel. Like if I want to be, a, if I want to get ahead, if I want to be the best, if I want to be first or whatever, if I want to be at the top of a category or a class, it was never for me being better. It was never for me being faster. You know, it was for me being different. It was for me thinking of a different way to do something like, huh, I never thought of that. That's interesting. And now that brings attention to something new that no one else thought about as well as me for, for discovering that new thing. So that's just kind of the way that I've always approached things in life. Uh, and it, it's no different with my lawn care business. It's no different with, um, social media, like the examples that I just used all and, and just with my content. Also, I'll try to find different ways to, to, uh, create my content, produce my content, um, the type of content, you know, I'm not going to just do the same thing that everyone does. I mean, there's still, there's going to be similarities, right? I mean, just, just think about this podcast, for example, like we're all doing the podcasts the same way or similar ways, right? Some of us or many of us are using the same type of equipment. Obviously I'm using different equipment, but in some cases I'm still using similar equipment than as other people. I just have a different podcast board, but I've got the same or similar, I guess, uh, you know, there's a different models of the headset and, and mic, um, you know, there's different models of it. So I've got one model. Some people have other models, whatever, like, uh, so that's, there's similar similarities there, but then also differences. Um, but you know, even just within the actual podcasting itself, I mean, you know, we've got different intros, uh, I start things differently, say things differently, you know, have IBG episodes in between guests. I've just calling them solo episodes, just doing things to make it sound and feel and, and be a little bit more different just so it's not the same old thing. I don't want, I don't want it to be boring. I don't want it to be like, okay, we've been there, done that already. Like I want people to still be encouraged to listen and watch my content. So if I'm just going to keep doing the same thing as everyone else, unless I can do it better than them, but if I can't do it better than them, you know, or, or, or why sometimes it's like, why even try to be better than them that they're, they're doing, they're doing a great thing. Like why, why try to best someone, you know, like just do it different, you know, or do it my way. And if people can re uh, relate to that and it resonates with them, then they will continue to, they will come and listen to it or watch it or whatever. So, and then back and then within my business, which is, this is where it's kind of going to you guys now. Um, I mean, I was just giving my own life examples, but 
for you guys to help think on your perspective how this could maybe apply to you. You know, whether you are the better is better person or the different is better person or whatever your strengths and talents are. I mean, there are some people out there, you know, without naming names that can take something good and make it great. Right. They're taking the same the same exact idea and they take it and they apply everything that they have, their skills and their talents to that same thing and make it better. Like Steve Jobs, take he didn't create Apple. He just made it better. He just bought it and made it better. You know, I mean, there's, you know, not everyone has to be Bill Gates and start from scratch and create Microsoft. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to always reinvent the wheel or, or ever reinvent the wheel. You can just invent something new or make the wheel better, like whatever. So Uh, There's so many different avenues out there. And when it comes to your business, like just another example for me that could be relatable for you guys. And now I'll give you more generic examples for you guys after that. For my business, just like the most recent thing uh, that that I've done to kind of set myself apart from everyone else to be different is I have the ramp rack, right? Those of you that know, if you don't go back in some previous episodes, I, I interview the ramp rack folks and they go through the whole story there and you know, there's lots of uh, promotional uh, material of the Ramp Rack on my Instagram at Long Care Rookie, as well as throughout many different episodes of my podcast over the last hundred episodes, because they've been uh, sponsors of the show as well. Um, obviously, I have a discount link for you guys if you are interested in purchasing the Ramp Rack. If you don't know what it is yet, and you've and you go researching, and you're like, "Wow, this might be good for my business," well, use code LCR and save ten percent. Just a side note there, shameless plug there. But you know, you get to save some money, so it, it's it's thousands of dollars depending on which model you get. They've got lots of options now. They've got one for smaller trucks now. Uh, they used to just have the the big Mac daddies, like for the heavy duty trucks, like mine, my, I have the Ram 3,500, but you could have a 2,500 series of Chevy or Ram or whatever, um, and still use the heavy duty, uh, ramp rack. But now they have the smaller ones that you can use for the F one fifties and, you know, even smaller, like the, you know, the, the, the Ford Rangers and the, the Chevy Colorados or whatever brand that is. I think that is, that's, that's the same brand. You know, so that you can use them for smaller trucks for smaller things, smaller mowers, or you can just use it for, you know, your your ATVs or your dirt bikes or, you know, the, the sky's the limit. But from, from a business perspective, you can use it if you're doing all the small little, maybe those like little inner cities uh, where you have um, like little downtown neighborhoods with the super tight parking, the little tiny yards. You, you just use a 21 inch push mower and you bang it out in like 10 minutes or something. Um, and you don't need to pull a whole trailer and you've just been putting them in, in, in your pickup and you're just kind of been lifting them up and down this whole time or whatever. If you have a 30 inch, you know how hard that is. Cause those are a lot heavier. So re- versus just getting some random ramps that you can buy just about anywhere nowadays to put to that people usually use for their ATVs and things like that to get in, in and out of their truck, pickup truck beds. You can use the ramp rack now because they've got a smaller one that uh, folds up and everything. So again, you can go on the ramp and you can see all the visuals there. You can go on my Instagram. I have a video up uh, from the GIE about um, showing the new sport version of the ramp rack. But anyway, that they, they're all, you know, in the thousands of dollars range and, you know, 10% can definitely help you out with that. You can save hundreds of dollars depending on which one you get. But my point is back to back on track here is I saw an opportunity, um, couple years back when I was trying to figure out how to, what's the next level and the next step for my business. You know, I have employees, I want to find a crew leader. Um, and, and what, what are the next steps with that? And I, you know, just like a lot of folks, you're not really, uh, keen on, there's a lot of things that you're like, uh, 
sensitive about or aware of when you have employees, like when you let them, you know, you get someone, you let them out on their own, let them go on their own. And it's like, okay, you know, what's the number one employee accident, number one employee issue, I guess that happens. Right. You know, I just kind of uh, led the, the witness there with the question, but you know, you just, uh, trailer accidents are like the number one thing. They're either jackknifing trailer, sideswiping things with the trailer, backing the trailer into things. I mean, so there's a lot of damage to the trailer, but those things that the trailer is damaging could be a lot also if it's not like one of those concrete th- whatever things, poles that stick up in the parking lot that keeps you from backing into something and damaging it more. They just have a big concrete thing there. So that could be what you slammed into or sideswiped. So there's no damage done to the concrete, but to your trailer. But if it's like someone's minivan down the street that you sideswiped or someone's basketball hoop and it knocks over and slams into someone's car. I mean, gosh, I have seen and heard it all, man. Like, and, and I've had some near misses myself and I'm like, man, you know, that, that is definitely, you know, they, they don't, people just don't learn how to pull and drive trailers, uh, how to like back up and drive trailers. Um, anymore really like so it's 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 hard harder and harder to find someone just to just to to back up a trailer and pull a trailer so it's like i really started thinking outside the box like okay well do i want to get those like zuzu mprs like those you know open body dovetail landscape type trucks or box trucks that a lot of companies in my area and throughout the country that i see on social media have um, with the hydraulic lift for the box trucks and stuff, then they have all their stuff in there. So it's kind of like, instead of pulling a trailer, it's all, all in that, in that truck. Um, so, I mean, there's pros and cons to all that. I'm not going to go into all that. That's another story for another day. I'm sure I've gone into some of that before in the past talking about my setups and things. Uh, but I thought about the ramp rack. I already have, I already had the Ram 3,500. I had just recently gotten it, you know, like, uh, however many months prior to that it was within a year prior to me getting the ramp rack. I already had the truck because I wanted a heavy duty. I went from a F-150 and 1500 to, uh, I wanted to get a, a heavy duty truck. And I just went right all the way to the 3,500 because it was a great deal. And it's like, man, I can get a 3,500 for almost the same price, if not less, because it was, it was new ish at the time. Like it was new going on old, right? They were trying to get the newer models come, coming out on a lot. It was like 2019 at the end of 2019. So they're trying to make room for the 2020s, right? So there's all these deals around the holidays and the, and the end of the year to get rid of all the stuff that's still sitting on the lot from that year that's almost over. But then like the 2500s that were slightly used, you know, or whatever, were the same price, if not more in some cases. And I'm like, this makes no sense because after all the rebates and discounts and all that, like it ended up being cheaper for me to get the 35, a brand new 3500. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just do that. Why I might as well, might as well. I've always had to get the most for my money, uh, mentality. Like as soon as I'm, if, as soon as I'm ready to invest, I'm going to invest in the best. Like I'm not going to half acid or whatever. Like I'll use what I got and get the most out of what I got while I have it until I get, till I need, you know, till I can't anymore or whatever. And I, and I have to get invest in something. But when I finally do invest, I invest in the best. I do a ton of research. I make sure I've invest in something that I'm going to get a lot of use out of maybe multiple purpose things like the Toro Grandstand, you know, uh, multi-force with the different attachments that you can keep adding to and as your business grows and needs different things and so on. The same thing with the truck. I'm like, well, if I get the 3,500 instead of 2,500, I'll have more payload because that's the biggest difference between the two. There's other little things too, like engines and transmission. But the biggest thing is uh, the suspension, the and the rear suspension, you have a, a bigger payload for the 3,500 versus the 2,500. I've talked about this again in the past, but it's been a long time. So just, just to recap, in case you were curious, that's the biggest thing. It's like over 7,000 pound payload I can have 
that's total the passengers in the truck plus what you put in the bed of the truck um, versus I think it was like 4,000 or something, a little over 4,000 for the 2,500, which that's a lot, but I mean, 7,000 is a heck of a lot more than 4,000. So I'm like, geez, I might as well just go for it for the same price. Why not? So that's why I got the 3,500. I already had it. I knew I was going to need something bigger and stronger as I grew into my business, whether I was going to get, you know, a dump trailer and this and that or whatever, you know, as my business progressed, I wanted to at least in, since I had to get a new truck, cause my other truck, my F-150 had a leak in the engine and the 1500, I just knew wasn't something that I could grow my, my business with. So I just got rid of both of them and got the 3,500. So because I already had the truck, I'm like, man, I might as well just look into this ramp rack. Cause I, I stumbled upon it. It looked really cool, really exciting, uh, opened my eyes, um, as well as uh, because then I could just use my truck, right? So the ramp rack, I can load all my equipment, grandstands, walk behinds, whatever, all up in the, uh, my eight foot truck bed, uh, and just, just go to town. So again, there's lots of pictures of it on my Instagram. You can check that out Lawn care rookie as well as check out the ramp rack website for all that shameless plugs there. didn't intend to go to that deep into it, but just so that you guys know what the ramp rack is while I say the other part is that I, I didn't see a single ramp rack in my area, right? If I were to invest in a, in a, in a whole another unit, uh, Isuzu NPR, either a box truck or the open body landscape, you know, deal, there's a, there's some folks already in here or in my area that already have that. So I wouldn't necessarily be standing out from them and I wouldn't be necessarily different from them. But because I got the ramp rack, I am extremely different. I stand out to everyone. Like the first year that I had this and, and, and I got it green, like you can get any color you want. It comes standard black, but you can get any color you want. I got it uh, from the Green Touch's website, Green Touch Industries, all their racks, Green Touch rack, trimmer racks and all the accessories that they have. They started selling the ramp rack, one of the first, I think, um, uh, vendors or distributors uh, or dealers. There you go for the ramp rack. And if you get it from them, it's green, just like the rack. So it worked out perfect because I already had their rack. So I could put the racks on and get some new racks and they're all the same green. So I had that whole flossy, which is part of my color scheme for my branding, for my lawn care businesses. You know, I've got a green logo like a lot of folks have. Uh, so it all just kind of goes goes with it all. So that stands out too. Like, like if I had a black ramp rack is what I'm trying to say. If I had a black ramp rack with my white, you know, truck, it wouldn't stand out in my opinion, as much as the green does the green ramp rack with the green trimmer racks and all that blower racks, all that stuff on there with my green logo on my white truck, man, it pops. It really does. Again, check out my Instagram if you want to see what I'm talking about. And it makes me stand out. The whole first year that I had it, I'd literally be at a stoplight and some random person that's not even a lawn, lawn care or landscaping person would just, hey man, what is that? That thing looks awesome. That thing looks sick, bro. Like whatever. And we just have conversations at red lights real quick. Like, and then of course at the gas station, other lawn and landscape bros would come over. Hey man, that's awesome. What is that? Where'd you get that from? How much was that? What can you do with this and that? What can you, you know? So it was just lots of awesome conversations and engagement and helped me connect more with some of the local guys that I haven't ever even really met, just kind of see them in passing. So that brought more attention to that, just another kind of icebreaker there. Uh, but also from a customer standpoint, right? Like every time I would get new people contacting me, they're like, oh, I see your truck everywhere. Oh, you know, or I'd be in a neighborhood. Oh, that's sharp. You know, like, so anything to bring attention to yourself to get more business is the moral to the story that is being different, right? Like everyone's got a truck and a trailer of some kind, right? So it's like, how can you be different? Um, do you have to have the ramp rack to be different? Not necessarily. Maybe it's the colors that are different. 
There's one guy in my area that might be listening to this. I'm not sure. He's got a, a nice red enclosed trailer with a white truck. That stands out to me. Like I literally saw him on the highway. We were passing by, which is another cool thing about social media, right? You'd be driving on a highway, getting from one side of town to the other, and you see another truck and trailer driving down the down on the opposite side of the highway, and you guys are passing. And you just, you know, throw your fingers up like, what's up? You know, like. Uh, crossing a highway, you know, like four or five lanes, you know, away from each other with the median in between all that. I think that's pretty cool how, how the whole point of social media and how it connects people like that. But I could tell it was him from, you know, half a mile away because I could see the big red enclosed trailer with the white pickup truck. I knew exactly who that was. So that stands out. So that's a nice combination there. And I'm sure that was intentional. Uh, I don't think, you know, so, so that, so there's different, you know, whether you have a red truck and trailer, like Brian Fullerton, Brian's Lawn Maintenance, or you have uh, whatever color, anything other than like a traditional white truck, you know, and and a, and a white trailer or, or an open trailer or whatever. That stuff kind of blends in with a lot in a lot of people's brains when they're not paying attention. So anything you can do to stand out above and beyond that is what's going to make you different and where you're going to excel in 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 your business, really, um, or anything that you do. I, I remember once upon a time what, maybe four or five, maybe even six years ago or something at the GIE. Uh, I remember it's like my, my first year, first year that I went, which was like 2015. So yeah, six years ago, um, the first GIE I went to, there was a pink pickup truck there. I don't remember the whole story behind why it was pink. I don't, I don't know if it had to do with breast cancer awareness or anything like that, but I just remember it was a pink pickup truck that was on showcase. It was, it was a, on the showroom floor being showcased for something specific. And I, I remember, I remember looking at that and saying, wow, that's pretty interesting. I'm sure that's, that's a eye catching, you know, when you see the pink truck driving through the neighborhood or whatever. But in addition to that, I remember the lawn care millionaire, uh, Jonathan Potoshnik service autopilot. Um, he, he made a video or like right after the GIE about, being different or standing out, how to stand out in your business, whatever it was titled was something along those lines. And he used that pink truck from the GIE as an, as an example, because it stood out to him as well. He's like, man, you know, if you, what a great idea, if you want to stand out and you have a pink truck, that's easily recognizable and unforgettable. You know, people are like, Oh yeah, the pink truck. Yeah. Oh yeah. I see you guys everywhere. Like it's just boom, it stands in people's brains. So anything that you can do from a branding marketing perspective to separate yourself, to be different, versus just being better, being different is going to make you better in a different way. Right. So, uh, you know, you can't, you know, you don't have to out market the next guy. You don't have to have the most prettiest, flashiest marketing materials or the freshest looking, you know, polo with these cool, you know, patterns and designs and color blocking or whatever. And the baddest truck and trailer wrap, like all that stuff is cool. But if it's just trying to be better than the next guy's truck wrap and cool uniforms and colors, then you, the two of you might be the only one that notice, right? Like you and maybe some other lawn landscapers might be the only ones that notice versus the, the, your targeted audience, which is potential new customers. You know, those are the ones that you want to notice and they might not even notice or care. But if you have a pink truck and or trailer, then they're going to notice and they might even care. So that's just the difference between being better and being different. You know, I know you guys probably already know that, you know, we're not, you know, in elementary school here, but my point is, I just want to give some examples of how better isn't always better. Different is always better. You know, unless you're like a freak or something, you do something wacky, obviously, like you can be really different, like really out there different. I'm not trying to, you know, promote craziness there, but, uh, 
just being different, like, like the examples that I use that are still going to get the job done and still be professional, but Hey, you're different. You stand out now in your own way. Uh, and that, and so that's, that's pretty much, uh, all the, all the examples that I have that I wanted to share with you for that. And hopefully that all makes sense. And I know it took a little while to even get to this point. Uh, but again, that's just how I kind of flesh all my ideas out in my head. And I kind of got lost in the weeds there with promoting different things coming up because I'm excited about them and just wanted you guys to be looking forward to new things to come and content and, and community events that, that you want to check out and so on. So again, follow me on Instagram at long care rookie, as well as at LCR media that that's pretty much all where the podcast and YouTube content and just kind of content creation really lie are in, you know, events and things like that. It's all on LCR media. I mean, I try to share stuff from time to time on long care rookie from LCR media, uh, but for the most part, lawn care rookie is, is my business, my, my lawn care business. And, uh, uh, it was all YouTube and all that, but when I created LCR media, I tried to separate the two so I could just not cram everything into one, uh, just focus on life and business, lawn care business, all on lawn care rookie, and then kind of focus on LCR media business events, social media and things, podcasts now all on LCR media. So we can just kind of dif differentiate the two not to confuse people, but just to kind of have two different places. Kind of like when you have multiple, not that I do, but you know, if those of you that follow people on YouTube, they have multiple YouTube channels. They do that also for the same reason. So there's not too many things for their audience on one channel. They kind of separate it out. Hey, if you want to watch this more then it's on this channel or whatever. So same thing with Instagram. If you want to follow me, follow this stuff more, it's on LCR media. If you want to follow this stuff more, it's on Lawn Care Rookie. So pretty much everything that I've said is on Lawn Care Rookie and, and or has been shared on Lawn Care Rookie on Instagram as well as YouTube at Lawn Care Rookie. So check all that out, follow along, um, and you can um, be always up to date on anything that I have going on and that I'm a part of. Uh, lots of fun, exciting things coming up. So I wish you guys all the best. Uh, if you're listening to this before the holidays, uh, I wish you guys happy holidays, uh, wherever, whatever holidays are left for you uh, that, that you're listening to this in real time. Um, have a safe and happy holidays with you and yours. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. This is the Lawn Care Rookie signing off. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.